somebody shout hallelujah if you know that god is already in our midst to do the impossible to raise the dead to make the lame to walk this morning shout hallelujah i want us to worship the name of the lord this morning let's begin to give him praise let's give him honor let's give him adoration he is the King of kings. He is the Lord of lords. In his word, Jesus say, Anywhere two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. I want to say here this morning, God is here for you. He's here for your family. He's here for your children. And that's why I want you to lift up your voice and begin to worship him. Begin to give him praise. He's the one that woke you up this morning. Begin to exalt his holy name. Father, we worship you. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you adoration. King of kings and Lord. Blessed be your name. We thank you for that which you intend to do in our midst this morning. We worship your name. We magnify you. We thank you for protection. We thank you for guidance. We thank you for, 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 for preservation. Father, we worship you. We give you praise for not allowing the plan and purpose of the enemy to come to pass. Over our family, blessed be your name. Adoration be unto your name. We thank you for our family. We thank you for our nation. We thank you for our children. We worship your holy name. We say be glorified and be exalted in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. I want us to go before God this morning to go and ask for his mercy. You are going to cry aloud and say, Father, this morning, be merciful unto me. Show mercy unto me this morning. Lord, answer me by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, this morning, answer me by your mercy. You remember the story of blind Bartimaeus. The Bible says when he heard that Jesus was passing by, he continued to cry and said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. This man did not stop until when Jesus stopped to respond to him. I don't want you to stop likewise. I want you to continue to cry and say, Jesus, have mercy upon me this morning. In the name of Jesus, have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. In the name of Jesus, because you are a merciful God, we cry unto you for mercy. Lord, be merciful unto us. This morning, in the name of Jesus, show mercy unto us. Show mercy unto our nation. Show mercy unto our leaders. Show mercy unto our family. Every individual on this prayer line, Father Lord, answer us by your mercy this morning. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, open the heavens of our life. By your mercy, O God, let every closed doors be opened this morning. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let every mountain before us met. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let every powers of darkness be subdued before us this morning. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let there be light where there is darkness in our life. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let there be healing this morning. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, O God, let there be transformation alive. In the name of Jesus, Lord, 
answer us by your mercy this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to cry unto God this morning and say, Father, by the power of the blood of Jesus, let me be cleansed and be purged this morning. In the name of Jesus, Lord, sanctify me. Lord, purify me. Lord, purge me by the power of the blood. Let the blood of Jesus cleanse me this morning. In the name of Jesus, every satanic pollutions, every mark of the enemy, Upon my life, let the blood of Jesus wipe them out in the name of Jesus. Lord, this morning, anything that is not of you in our body, by the power of the blood of Jesus, let them be flushed out in the name of Jesus. Let sickness be flushed out of our body in the name of Jesus. Every satanic object, let them be flushed out of our system in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. I want you to begin to plead the blood. The blood of Jesus. Plead the blood. Over your children, plead the blood. Over your journey, plead the blood. Over your job, plead the blood. The blood, the blood. There is power in the blood. Power to save, power to deliver, power to heal. Let the blood of Jesus purify and purge us this morning. In the name of Jesus, every agenda of the, of the wicked against our family, against our destiny, we, by the power and the blood of Jesus, we cancel them this morning. In the name of Jesus, let the blood of Jesus justify us where we have been condemned to death. In the name of Jesus, let our story be changed by the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus, Father, we ask, O oh God, that you will mark our family with your blood. As we go out this morning, mark our life with your blood. Mark us with your blood for protection, for preservation. In the name of Jesus, no evil will touch us. No powers of darkness will touch us. In the name of Jesus, Lord, anything that is not of yours in our family, in our life, let the blood of Jesus flush them out. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you this morning that by the power in the blood, the blood of Jesus, you are marked for protection. In the name of Jesus, no evil will touch you. No powers of darkness will touch your family. In the name of Jesus, as you go out this morning, the Lord will sanctify you with his blood. In the name of Jesus, anything you lay your hands upon will prosper. In the name of Jesus, Every agenda of darkness against your family, against your career, against your business, against your children is cancelled by the power of the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, you will prosper. You will succeed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Very quickly, I want us to go into the word of God. I'm going to be reading from the book of Genesis chapter 15. We have been reading from that uh, same uh, chapter for the past few days. I want to read from Genesis chapter 15. And I'm, I'm going to be reading from verse 1 to 3. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham. And I want to prophesy to somebody this morning. Fear not. No matter what you may be going through. God's power is more than the powers of the enemy. And that's why you have to stop worrying yourself. Stop being afraid. Fear not. 
Abraham, I am thy seed and thy exceeding great reward. God was telling Abraham, I am your seed for protection. And I'm your exceeding great reward for provision. And look at what Abraham said in verse 2. And Abraham said, Lord God, what will thou give me? Seeing I go childless. And the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. Do you know many of us, when we are praying, when we are supposed to be praying prayer of thanksgiving, many of us, we are always praying the prayer of complaint. Prayer of request. Prayer of petition. God just told Abraham and said, I am your seed for protection. I am your great reward for provision. It's time for Abraham to start thanking God and say, Father, I thank you. Father, I bless you for being my seed of protection, for being my great reward for provision. Abraham was still complaining. I want you to pause sometime when you are praying. Pause and thank God for what God has done for you in the past. Because many of us, we only focus on our urgent need. And because of that, we forget to thank God about what he has said or about what he has promised to do or about what he has done in the past. And look at what Abraham said again in verse 3. And Abraham said, Behold, to me, look at that, thou hast given no seed. And lo, one born in my house is my hair. Abraham was so concerned about this issue of a child, that you say, God, you are telling me that you are my great word. You are telling me that you are my sheep, but you have not given me a child. What is, what, what, what is the essence of great word? What is the essence of, of, of being my protection if I don't have a child? Because if I die right now, all my property will go to, 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 my, to my servant, and I, 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 I will not be able to continue my bloodline. But what Abraham did not realize was that there is a plan, there is a purpose, and there is, there is a promise of God over his life. I want you to know that no matter what you are going through right now, there is a plan, there is a purpose, and there is a promise of God over your life. And that's why you must not give up. Because God is about to show up to do something in your life. God is about to turn things around. You know, there is a son that says, I can see everything turning around. Everything turning around. Everything turning around for my goodness. That will be your song before the end of today. In the name of Jesus. Very quickly, I want, us, I want to exhort us on what I've titled the test of our faith. The test of our faith. Abraham's faith was being tested here. You know, this was 10 years after Abraham has been in the land of the promised land or in the land of Canaan. You know, he left the land of, uh, of Hor of Cadiz at the age of 75 from, March, from Genesis chapter 12 from verse 1 to 3. That was when he left. God told him to leave his father's house, to leave his kindred and to leave his country unto a land that he will show him. And the Bible says Abraham left. According to Hebrew chapter 11 verse 8, the Bible says he left to go to the promised land, not knowing where he was going. He was just going by the word of the Lord. He was just going by the word of the Lord. Thank God, we can always go by the word of the Lord. I said we can always go by the word of the Lord. So Abraham here has spent 10 years in that land, and the promise of a baby has not yet been fulfilled. The promise of a seed has not yet been fulfilled. It's like God was just doing nothing about his case. And that was why Abraham was pouring out his mind to God. 
And I want you to know that your faith will also be tested. Every faith will be tested. Let me read the book of 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 7 to us. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 7. The Bible says that the trial of your faith be much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Can you see that? That your faith will be tried. But after your faith has been tried, the Bible says it will, it will come out to the glory and to the praise of Jesus Christ. And every true and genuine faith will be tested. And yesterday, I started with giving us how God can test our faith. And the first point we mentioned yesterday from the case of Abraham was that God used delay to test the faith of Abraham. And I'm going to, I'm going to continue from there this morning. One, the first way that God can test our faith is through delay. Through delay. I want you to know that delay is not denial. Are you a single woman? Are you a single man? And you have been waiting for long. All your colleagues, they are married, they have children, but you are still single. I want you to know that God is still working on your case. And delay is not delay. Most of the time when we are going through a longer period of delay, God is only using that to test our faith so that our faith can be stronger. And that was what happened to Abraham all through the years. When Abraham was still waiting for a child, God was testing his faith. But that same God provided every other thing that Abraham needed. Abraham was so rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold according to Genesis chapter 13 verse 2. And by the time we, go to, we get to Genesis 24 verse 1, the Bible says, The Lord has blessed Abraham in all things. So Abraham had every other thing except a child. Except a child. I don't know, maybe that's how your case is. You have a good job, but you don't have a, 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 a marriage partner. Maybe you, are, you are, you, maybe you are even married, but you don't have a child. Maybe you, are, you, have, you, you have a good certificate. You have a good certification, but you don't have a job, <laughs> you know. But so at least God has blessed you in one, in one area or the other. And that was the case with Abraham. So, but God was using that delay to build up his faith. The book of Hebrews chapter 10, the Bible says, verse 35. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35. The Bible says, cast not away therefore your confidence, which has a great reward, of, which has a great recompense of reward. If you will not give up, I want you to know that God will come true for you as well. Then the second way by which God can test our faith is through what I call our difficulties. Difficulties of life, troubles of life, challenges of life. God can also test our faith through that. You know, most, most of the patriarchs in the Bible, do you know most of them, they actually knew God during the time of their difficulty. For example, Moses. You know, when Moses killed somebody in the land of Egypt, the Bible says Moses left as a fugitive, and for 40 years he was, he was, in, the, he was in, in, in the wilderness of Midian. He was lost in Midian. And the Bible says one day Moses was, you know, in Exodus chapter 3, he was taking care of the sheep of his father-in-law, and he saw a bush burning with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And the Bible says and Moses turned aside to see what was going on. And from there, God started speaking to him. Even though Moses himself was in a difficulty, he was passing through challenges. And God told him, go back to Egypt. And that was one of the reasons why Moses said, you know what? I can't go back to Egypt because I'm a wanted man in Egypt. 
I just killed somebody there. My, 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 my photograph is all over the news. If I go back to Egypt, I will be arrested. And that was why Moses insisted I was not going to go. But God told him to go because God said he's going to be with his mouth. He's going to be with him and perform signs and wonders through him. So what I'm saying is that it, most of the time, it is through the time of difficulties that we get to know God better. That we get to know God better because that is one of the ways by which God can test our faith. Whether we can trust in him. Whether we can believe in him. Whether we can put all our total trust in him. The book of Psalm 34 verse 19. But say, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivered him out of them all. Many, many, many. The affliction of the righteous, not the affliction of the wicked. The righteous. Which means sometimes the righteous also can suffer. Sometimes the righteous also can be knocked down. But God wants the righteous to continue to believe. To continue to hope in him. Look at the three Hebrews, for example, in Daniel chapter 3. You know, the king harassed them. The king bullied them. The king told them that if you don't bow to my golden image... I will cast you into the fire. And they said, Our God whom we serve is able to deliver us, O king. And we will not bow to your golden image. Even if God doesn't deliver us, we are still not going to bow. That is faith. Their faith was tested. And do you know, those three Hebrews, they didn't even know that God will show up. But, but they said, Our God can deliver us. But even if he doesn't deliver us, they give that allowance. That even if God doesn't show up, we are still not going to do what is evil. We are still not going to bow to your golden image. But did God not show up for them? The Bible says immediately they were cast into that furnace of fire. There appeared unto them a, a fourth person whose appearance was like that of the Son of God. He was already waiting for them in the furnace of fire. I want you to know that you are not in that fire alone. God is with you. I want you to know that that difficulty you are going through, you are not alone. Don't let the devil deceive you. And say, ah, you are alone. God doesn't care about you. God, if God cares about you, why should you be going through this? Why should you be going, going through that? Tell the devil that God is with me. Because he has promised that he will never leave me nor forsake me. And so in the time of difficulty, our faith can be tested. Look, look at what Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 from verse 17 to 18. The Bible says, for our light affliction. You know, though Paul was going through all kinds of challenges, but Paul considered it light because he was a man of faith. Say our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Verse 18. Why we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So, so what Paul was looking at was beyond the physical, was beyond the pain, the scars on his body. Was beyond all the beatings, was beyond all the all the anguish, all the challenges, all the persecution. Paul was looking at the glory ahead. And I want you to know that when you are going through difficult times, don't pay attention to your difficulties. Pay attention to the glory ahead. Pay attention to the glory ahead. And that was what Jesus Christ did too in the book of Hebrews, chapter, chapter 12. The Bible says, if you read from verse 2, the Bible says, Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. And that's why the Bible says we should, we should look unto that Jesus. Because he's the author and what? And the finisher of our faith. Look at that. The Bible says, looking unto Jesus. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down. At the right hand of the throne of God. Look at that. 
is now set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Do you know when they were beating Jesus? When he was on the cross, when he was bleeding, when, they were, when the soldiers were slapping him, when the soldiers were mocking him, all that Jesus Christ was looking ahead at was the glory ahead. He was looking at those that will be saved. He was looking at you. He was seeing the picture of you that I know if I can endure this cross. I know if I can endure this shame. One day, one day, this boy will be saved. One day, this guy will be saved. One day, the whole land of America will be saved. One day, the whole land of Nigeria will be saved. That was what Jesus was looking at. The glory ahead. And I want you to know that when you are going through trouble, don't focus on your trouble. Because your faith is being tested at that time. And that's why you must keep focusing on the glory ahead. The book of James chapter 1 from verse 2 to 4. The Bible says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation, diverse challenges, diverse problems. The Bible says you should count it all joy. Knowing this, verse 3, that the trying of your faith, work at patient. Do know until when we go through challenges, our faith, our patient traits. Or the character of patience in us can never be de de developed. If you are praying to God and say, God, make me patient, make me patient. <laughs> you, what you are telling God is, God, let me go through difficulties that will take longer time to be resolved and help me to undo it with patience. Patience. Patience is what will help us to be calm, even though we are going through time of difficulty. And that's why the Bible says, the trying of your faith, work at patience. Verse 4. But let patience have a perfect work. That ye may be perfect and complete, wanting or lacking nothing. Look at that. So when we go through difficult times, when we go through difficult problems, God uses it to what? To build and to develop our faith. God uses it to build and to develop our faith. Then let me give us two more points and then we'll go and pray. Another way is that by which God can test our faith, or God can help us to develop our faith through test, is when he plays a demand through a demand god can test our faith through what through a demand god can place a demand on us what do i mean god can ask us to do something that is impossible humanly speaking what do i mean god can ask us to 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 dare him god can ask god can place a demand on us to do something. Look at the book of Deuteronomy chapter 12 verse 32. The Bible says, What things I command you, observe to do it. Thou shalt not add thereunto, nor diminish from it. And the book of Psalm 68 verse 11, the Bible says, The Lord give the word. Great was the complaint of those that publish it. Great, great was the complaint of those that publish it. And James chapter 4 verse 17, the Bible says, Therefore to him that knoweth to do good, and doeth it not, to him it is a sin. God can place a demand on us. God can ask us to do something. Do you know some of us, we, we, we are still not paying our tithe. We are still not giving offering. Even to our church, our local church, the church we are registered with. Because we look at our income and say, you know what? If I should pay my tithe out of this little one, I will have nothing left. And, you know, for not paying that tithe, you discover that you are still tied. There things is still tied with you financially. God can place a demand and say, you know what, stop paying your tithe. And whatever is left, I will cover it for you. Stop paying it. So God can place a demand. Even, do you know, God can even ask us to go and buy a house. Maybe you are, you are still living as a tenant. God can place a demand on you and say, go and buy your own house this year. Start working on buying your own house. Because I'm going to finance it for you. 
So it will take somebody who wants his faith to develop to go by that word. God can even tell, tell you, go and apply for that job. And you say, wow, God, I'm not qualified. I don't even have all the qualification. I don't have all the requirements for that job. But by faith, God can place a demand on us. And when we obey him, when we do what he has asked us to do, it will help our faith to grow exceedingly. Look at, look at uh, Moses, for example. When God told Moses to go to the Red Sea, the way of the Red Sea, nobody has ever done that before. But because Moses obeyed God, he, he, you know, the impossible was done through him. I want you to know that when you obey God, even though it is not very easy for you to do, the impossible will be done through you in the name of Jesus. So God can place a demand on us. The other way by which God can test our faith is by giving us opportunity for choices. By giving us opportunity for what? For choices. The book of First Kings chapter 3 verse 5, the Bible says, In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by the night, and God said, Ask what I shall give thee. God gave Solomon opportunity for choice. Ask, ask, ask me anything. It was, an, it was like an open check. Ask me anything. Do you know sometimes God, or from his word, has also given us opportunity like that. Matthew chapter 7 verse 7, the Bible says, Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened unto you. And do you know many of us, we, 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 have, we are still not ask God. And sometimes when we ask God, we only ask God for little. We only believe God for little. I want you to know that God has given you opportunity. This is one of the ways you can build up your faith. You can believe God for anything. In fact, don't believe God for what you can do. Don't believe for God for what man can do for you. Believe God for great and bigger things that it will only take God for him to do it. And that is how your faith can be stretched. And that's how your faith can grow. When you believe God for greater things. The Bible says, our God that we serve is a great God. And he wrought wonders innumerable. According to the book of Job. And the book of Psalm 25 verse 12. The Bible says, what man is he that feared the Lord? Inside each each in the way that he shall choose. So whenever God gives you opportunity to choose or to ask, let us do it by faith and not by sight. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19. Look at what God says. I call everyone out to record these days against you. That I have set before you life and death. Blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life. That both thou and thy seed may live. When you are going through difficult time. When you are going through time of sickness. Choose life. Don't choose death. Some people when they are going through some times of difficulty. That's when they will be talking about death. They will be talking about death. They will say, maybe it's time for me to die. Maybe it's time for me to... No, don't stop talking about death because that's not the option God has given you. God said, I have given you life. You have option between life and death, but choose life rather than choosing death. Choose blessing rather than choosing poverty. So when God gives you opportunity to ask, ask by faith because you are asking from God who possess everyone at. There is nothing that he doesn't have. And it cannot be limited by our, our, by our request. Our, li our request cannot be a surprise to him. He has everything in abundance. And then lastly, before we go and pray, let me give us just one more. God can also test our faith by, by our possession. God can also test our faith by what? 
by our possession, by our substance. Look at Genesis chapter 22. You know, there God told Abraham, after God has answered his prayer, after God has given him Isaac, God told Abraham, go and offer him on Mount Moriah. The child that Abraham waited for almost 25 years to get, God told him to go and sacrifice him. And Abraham went. The Bible says he went and he believed God that even if he, he, he killed Isaac, God was still going to raise him back to life. What a faith. What a faith. Has God asked you to do something in the past? Has God asked you to help somebody in the past? Has God asked you to contribute to something, maybe a project at your church, and you keep looking at what you lack? Don't, don't do that. There was a man of God that said something. He said, if you want to do anything, and you have little money to do it, say, give that money as a seed, and expect God to do the impossible. When you don't have enough Give it as a seed. And that was what the, the, the widow woman did in, in First Kings chapter 17. You know, if you read from verse 12, the Bible says God told Elijah to go to, to, to the widow of Sarifat. And by the time we get to verse 13, and Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do thou, go and do as thou hast said, but make me a little cake first, and bring it unto me. And after that, make for thee and for your son. You know, Elijah was asking that widow woman, I said, I want some food. And the widow woman replied to Elijah and said, you know what, I'm also gathering some stick. And I'm about to go and cook my last meal and die. But Elijah said, don't, 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 just go and get me that food first. Make me that food first. Even though that widow woman has a little food for herself and for her child, she, she obeyed the man of God. And she did, she did cook that food and serve it to the man of God. And look at what happened next. The Bible says, Elijah blessed the pot of her flour and the pot of her oil. And the widow woman has more than enough throughout the period of the famine. I want you to know that her faith was tested, but she passed the test of faith. By what? By doing what God asked him to do. So sometimes God can place a demand on our substance. And that is through our giving. I want you to know that the more spiritual you are, the more it, the more easier it will be for you to, to have an open hand. People who are mice, people who are stingy are not spiritual. Don't tell me that you are spiritual and you are stingy. Don't tell me that you are spiritual and you see your, your, your neighbor in need and you just shut up your bowels of mercy. No. People who are spiritual are sensitive to other people's need. They are sensitive. And that's why Jesus Christ, anytime you see the, the multitude, maybe they are, they, are, they, are, they, are, they, are, they are there with him without food. The Bible says, and Jesus was moved with compassion. When he see the multitude, he was moved with compassion. He was moved with compassion. And he provided for their need. He was moved with, with compassion. And he healed the sick. That is what compassion will help us to do. I pray God, God will help us in the name of Jesus. So God can place a demand on our substance. And that is one of the ways he can test our faith. And when we, when we obey him, when we do what he asks us to do, you know, it helps our faith to grow. It helps our faith to grow. I pray God will give us understanding in the name of Jesus. I want us to go and pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, the, the first prayer, this is the first prayer. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every rod of affliction that the enemy is using against me, 
Let that rod be broken and be consumed by fire. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every rod of affliction that the enemy is using against me, using against my career, using against my children, let that rod be broken and be consumed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, pray that prayer that this morning every rod of affliction that the enemy is using against you, that God will break that rod in the name of Jesus. The book of Psalm 125 verse 3, the Bible says, For the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous, lest the righteous put forth their hands unto iniquity. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, let every satanic rod be broken. In the name of Jesus. Every rod of affliction that the enemy is using to beat me, that the enemy is using against my children, that the enemy is using against my spouse. Father, this morning, let that rod be broken. In the name of Jesus. Break that rod. Break that rod. Break that rod. Lord, break the rod of the wicked against my family, against my children. In the name of Jesus, let every satanic rod being used against me be broken and be consumed by the fire of Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father Lord, empower me to pass all my tests of faith. Empower me to what? To pass all my test of faith. That widow, that certified widow woman, her faith was tested. When Elijah told her to bring him some food, even though that was her last meal, she gave that food to Elijah. And Elijah blessed her. The Bible says the widow woman never lacked during the period of famine. For, for the three years, uh, for the three and a half years that the family lasted, that widow woman was fed supernaturally. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, give me the power to pass all my test of faith. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Ask God to give you the power, to give you the tenacity to pass all your test of faith. I will not fail on my day of test. You know, when, when, when Peter was, uh, was fishing and he could not catch any fish in Luke chapter 5, the Bible said Jesus borrowed a boat. Even though Peter was in need, he did not allow that to hinder him from, from giving his boat to Jesus. And after Jesus used his boat, he asked him to throw his net into the river. And Peter caught multitude of fish. I want you to know that when you give unto God, that when God tests your faith through your substance and you pass that test, God will bless you abundantly. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, give me the grace. Give me the power to pass my test of faith. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, pray that prayer that the next time God will test your faith, that you will pass that test of faith. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to open your mouth and cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every garment of affliction, that has been put on me right from the right from my mother's womb. Open your mouth. Open your mouth and pray this one prayer very well. Every garment of affliction that has been put on me 
right from my mother's womb. Let that garment be consumed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Garment of affliction that the enemy has put on you right from your mother's womb. I want you to crown to God and say, Father, this morning let that garment be consumed by fire. Be consumed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. The Bible talks about Jabez. The Bible says, and Jabez was more honorable than all his brethren. Uh, but the Bible also says something about that man. That that man was caused right from the womb. When when, when he was born. And, and because of that, that man's life was limited. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, garment of afflictions, garment of problem, garment of trouble that the enemy put on me right from my mother's womb. Let that garment catch fire in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Leke posota ligaba masakata leke posunda ligaba. Let that garment catch fire in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every spirit of Balaam that has been hired to cause me. Remember the story of Balaam and Balak. The Bible makes us to understand that Balak the king hired Balaam the wicked prophet to cause the children of Israel. Do you know there are some people, they, they are hiring some people to cause you. They are hiring some people to curse your family, to cast spell on you. I want you to open your mouth and cry unto God and say, Father, every spirit of Balaam, every spirit of Balaam, I had to curse me. Lord, this morning, let them be destroyed and be disgraced by the fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. I want you to crown to God and say, Father, return their curse upon their head. In the name of Jesus, let them be disgraced. Let them be destroyed and be disgraced. In the name of Jesus, every balance that has been hired to curse my children, every balance that has been hired to cast spell upon me, Lord, disgrace them. In the name of Jesus, Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Elia kapakuda basidika palia. Ekete yedia bakuda basada gabaligaba. Makuda basidia. That challenges you are going through. It could be a spell upon you. That trouble in your home. It could be a spell upon you. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every balam that has been higher to cast spell upon my family, to cast spell upon my career, to cast spell upon my children. Lord, let them be destroyed and be disgraced. In the name of Jesus, let all their evil pronouncement, let it return upon their head. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Yaliaka pakuda basidika pa. Yakoto koto leke poto koto logobo. Masunda leke postindika palia. Lord, let every balad ayah to cause me. Let them begin to cause themselves. Let their cause return upon their own head. In the name of Jesus, Lord, wash our head and, and remove every spare. Wash our head and remove every cause. In the name of Jesus, let the cause of the wicked return upon the wicked. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power of the blood, let every bewitchment done against me from the kingdom of darkness be wiped away. 
every bewitchment. Do you know the enemy can bewitch somebody? When they bewitch you, they, 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 it's like they cast a spell on you to control you and to manipulate you. I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, if, if, if possible, place your hand, your right hand on your head. And say, Father, in the name of Jesus, by the power of the blood of Jesus, wash off every bewitchment done against me from the kingdom of darkness. In the name of Jesus, let the blood of Jesus wash it off. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Let Keposudika Paniga suffer Judea. Every bewitchment from the kingdom of darkness against my life, against my career, against my children, against my spouse. Let the blood of Jesus cancel it now. In the name of Jesus, let them be rendered useless by the power of the blood. Every bewitchment done against me to make me to, to cause me to make mistake. Let that bewitchment be disannulled by the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus, every bewitchment done against my children to cause them to misbehave. By the power of the blood of Jesus, I Cancel it this morning in the name of Jesus. Render it impotent. Render it useless by the power of the blood. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every evil eye monitoring my journey, let them be blindfolded by the power of the blood. Blind for them, evil eye, evil eye, monitoring my children, evil eye, monitoring my progress, evil eyes, monitoring my family. Let that eyes be blindfolded. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Pray that prayer, pray that prayer. Every evil eye. Monitoring your life, monitoring your destiny. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, let those evil eyes be blindfolded this morning. In the name of Jesus, blindfold it, blindfold it, blindfold it, blindfold it, blindfold it, blindfold it, blindfold it. In the name of Jesus, blindfold it, evil eye, satanic eye, monitoring my journey, monitoring my family. Be blindfolded in the name of Jesus. Let Keposunda, every power that the wicked is using to monitor my life, to monitor my family, to monitor my children, to monitor my ministry. Let, the, let those evil power be destroyed. Let that evil eye be blindfolded. In the name of Jesus. I want you to open your mouth. I want you to pray that prayer very well. That every satanic eye, every evil eye, monitoring your life will be blindfolded this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to pray this one prayer. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, every imprisoned and buried potentials. <laughs> I want you to know that there are potential in you. There are ability in you. There are gifts in you. There are treasures in you that the enemy has buried. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every imprisoned and buried potential, I command you to come forth by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every of my imprisoned and buried potential, every of my imprisoned and buried gift, come forth by fire of Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, come forth by fire. 
Comfort by fire. Comfort by fire. My buried potential. My imprisoned gift. My buried potential. My buried gift. Comfort by fire. 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 In the name of Jesus. Comfort by fire. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. We have just two more prayer points before we finish. I want you to cry unto God and pray this one loud and clear. You are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I break the cause of automatic failure, working against any area of my life. Automatic failure. Do you know that there are some people, there is nothing they do without, without failing at it. There is because it's, and it is because there is a cause of automatic failure that whatsoever they lay their hands upon, that thing will not prosper. I want you to cry aloud and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I break the cause of automatic failure working against any area of my life. By the power of the blood of Jesus, I break the cause of automatic failure. Automatic failure in my business. Automatic failure in my career. Automatic failure in my marriage. Automatic failure in my finances. I break the cause this morning. By the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Break that cause. Break that cause. Yes, yes. Break that cause. The cause of automatic failure must be broken this morning. In the name of Jesus. Yeleke potolagagaba, masuda leke deliaka bakuda satalia. Every cause of automatic failure, every cause that has been placed upon us, that caused us to fail at everything we do, we command that cause to be broken this morning. In the name of Jesus, be broken, be broken by the power of the blood of Jesus. Lord, break the cause of automatic failure. In the name of Jesus, break the cause of automatic failure, oh God, in the name of Jesus, my Lagaba, oh God, causes every cause of automatic failure, we break you this morning, by the power and the blood of Jesus, Lord, break the cause of automatic failure, working against any areas of our life, working against our ministry, working against our business, working against our children, working against our family, let that cause be broken, by the power and the blood in the name of Jesus. Break that cause. Break that cause. Break that cause. By the power of the blood of Jesus. Every cause of automatic failure be broken by the power of the blood in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. And finally, you are going to crown to God and say, Father, I shall go out this morning. Let me be empowered by your spirit in the name of Jesus. Lord, Lord, pour fresh oil upon my head in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Pray for fresh oil, fresh anointing in the name of Jesus. Empower us to walk in dominion. Empower us to walk in holiness. Empower us to walk in righteousness. As we go out this morning, in the name of Jesus, we receive the power of God to walk in faith. In the name of Jesus. Let every works of darkness be destroyed in our life as we go out. Let every mountain met. Let every opposition be crushed. In the name of Jesus, any power that attempt to end our progress, let your fire destroy them. In the name of Jesus, we receive power to walk in righteousness. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you as you go out, the Lord will go with you. 
the presence and the power of God will be with you. In the name of Jesus, every cause of automatic failure, operating against your life, operating against your family, operating against your career, is broken by the power of the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, go and prosper. Go and make it. Go from strength to strength. Go from glory to glory. Go from grace to grace. In the name of Jesus, as you go out this morning, you are anointed to succeed. Anything you lay your hands upon will prosper. In the name of Jesus, you will hear a good news today. Every bad news is cancelled. In the name of Jesus, I mark you with the blood of Jesus. I mark your children with the blood of Jesus. No evil will come near your dwelling. In the name of Jesus, that sickness in your body, I Cross it now in the name of Jesus. You are healed by the power of the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, it is well with you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped and prayed. I want to thank God for your life this morning for calling him. The Lord bless you. The Lord be with you. I want to remind us that tonight we are going to be having a VG program starting by 10 p.m. Between 10 p.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern time. That is going to be another prayer section tonight. Please don't miss it. Invite your friends. Invite your family members. Make sure you call in tonight. And God is going to do wonders in our life. This is a program we do you know, every last Friday of the month. And tonight is the beginning of that kind of program in this year. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be gra gra gracious. And the power of God will be waiting to do you good tonight. God bless you and have a wonderful day.
quiero sin 